1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRoster, President Trump urging the Senate to consider without delay a nomination to fill the Supreme Court seat vacated by the death of Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. In a Saturday morning tweet, President Trump writes, We were put in this position of power and importance to make decisions for the people who so proudly elected us adding the most important of which has long been considered to be the selection of United States Supreme Court justices. We have this obligation without delay. As for who the president's nominee might be, presidents um, obviously put forward two lists. Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany says, You know, they're originalists, you know, they're textualists, you know, they're people who respect the words of the Constitution and the plain text of statutes. With just over six weeks until the presidential election, Democratic nominee Joe Biden says there should be no nomination or vote until the next president is decided. That's Ben Thomas reporting. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. A strong Middle East peace accord is brokered by President Trump. Peace through strength works. Ronald Reagan uh, brought it back into fashion here on President Trump after eight years of leading from behind. Join us for our program and sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11, here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Hour two of the Headline Act, Mitch Berg coming up here right on AM 1280 The Patriot with the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Head on over to am1280thepatriot.com and click on the half-off deals icon where you can save 50% or more on great products and services in the Twin Cities, such as a whole house water system from Commerce Water for 50% off. Looking at our forecast, the rest of today, mostly sunny skies are expected with highs near 69 and lows around 54. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and world. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The bright, shining spot of red in the sea of moldy, dismal, dingy, and 12% occupied blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. Five days a week, at least since 2002, and showing no signs of flagging, much less failing. Uh, of course, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, myself, the headliner, Brad Carlson, the closer, tomorrow from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280. And uh, King Banyan on our sister station every uh, Saturday morning, uh, AM 1440, The Businessman, from 9 to 11 a.m. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, making it look easy for the rest of the Twin Cities media for going on 17 years right now. So, among the many things disrupted by the, <clears throat> quote, state of emergency, end quote, may well be elections from coast to coast. Uh, the plan currently in the state of Minnesota, last we heard, to the extent that there is a plan, is to go to mail-in voting as distinct from absentee voting or voting in person the way most people have always done it. That presents an opportunity, uh, as Rahm Emanuel once commanded Democrats, uh, a crisis to not waste. 
With us to discuss this and the opportunity, or really the imperative, of Republicans to stand up and and be counted on this, uh, Kim Crockett joins us. Kim, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. How are you doing today? Hey, thanks, Mitch. Doing well. It's gorgeous out there. It really is, and yet here we are on the radio. Uh, one of those days I would love to be broadcasting from my front porch. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, maybe maybe uh, next week. I'll lie to you and tell you that during the show, it's just, it's pouring rain, it's windy, and the minute you walk outside, it'll be sunny again, so. That's kind of what I. I'll lie to you. That's kind of how. In the studio, you wouldn't know the difference. That's right. In my mind, that's exactly how I rationalize being down here. It must be terrible out there. Maybe a tornado (laughs) for all we know. Anyway, Kim, uh, speaking of winds and rain, uh, you would, listening to, to Governor Klink, you would never. I'm sorry, Governor Waltz. I can't believe I keep doing that. You would never know that, but for uh, but but for a, a virus that has settled into basically a, a pretty normal routine around the country and around the state of Minnesota, uh, there, there's there's something we call a state of emergency, which is going to disrupt how we handle elections in Minnesota. Kim, let's talk about first of all the the situation that the 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 Waltz administration including Steve Simon wants to impose on Minnesota elections. Yeah, um you know, it's interesting uh to wake up and and check the headlines on my print copy of the Wall Street Journal. Um I was looking to see if they were able to pull off a miracle and and have Ruth Bader Ginsburg's death on on the front page. What's there instead is interesting, because Minnesota is very much in the news, right, because of the election and being a battleground state. Um, Last night, the president learned of Ruth Bader Ginsburg's death on the tarmac in Bemidji, Minnesota. Saw that. He was genuinely surprised and saddened. Uh, by the news. I thought it was a very classy uh, reaction. Um, But Minnesota has been in the news uh, because we have a seven-week voting season here in Battleground, Minnesota. Uh, And I'm not sure everybody appreciates the implications of that, uh, which is what you and I want to talk about. Um, the, the, The picture on the front of the journal this morning was a line of people in Virginia, Minnesota, all with masks on because of the uh, executive order from our, our governor to vote. So yesterday was the first day in Minnesota that you could cast an absentee ballot, uh, but do so in person. Uh, it, it, you know, hundreds of voting locations across the state. Or uh, absentee ballots were mailed out uh, from, uh, you know, various county clerks and so forth. And so you have this um, perfect storm developing, right, uh, not just in Minnesota but across the country uh, where you have early voting and you have this pandemic called COVID, or my favorite is the Fuhan Wu, uh, going on. The official and name, so, by the way, the, the official name on the broadcast, by the way, Kim, is the Blue State Flu, uh, but but carry on. <laughs> My son calls it the Flu Han Wu. I love that one. Um, so so it, it, let me just say that to, to anyone listening who's thinking about voting early or thought that was a good idea, uh, it's now a voting season instead of election day. 
The death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the notorious RBG, as I call her, is the perfect example of why early voting is such a bad idea. Because it's a game, it's a game changer. It might change someone's mind um, on how they vote or how they're approaching the election. Um, you know, we're we're seven weeks out in Minnesota from knowing what happened, and and here's why: we've got a 46-day early voting. Mitch, how did that happen? How in the world did we ever decide that was a good idea? I have no idea. I'm going to find out, and I'll come back on your show and, and fill you in. I've got calls out to people. I, I wasn't. I missed that. I mean, you know me. I pay attention to what's happening in St. Paul, but oh yeah, uh, I missed, I missed that one. So we have 46 days of this thing called early voting that involves a lot of absentee ballots and and um, all these different rules on requesting them and when you can turn them in and. When your when your vote can't be counted anymore, if you know, uh, or if if you voted absentee and you show up at the polls, you know when it could be counted and all that stuff. And then we have the normal election day, uh, the one you and I grew up with. Yep. We're gonna sound like old farts, right? But <laughs> I mean, we used to just vote on election day. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And absentee ballots were this thing for. Originally, yeah, we had to have an excuse. Well, you know, my boss is sending me to Cincinnati. Yep. I, I need to vote early. Um, Done that. So now we have we have forty six plus one, and and Steve Simon, I call it the Simon Says Rule, worked out a deal uh, with a Democrat law firm called the Democracy Docket, uh-huh. and a Democrat judge on the Ramsey County Court. It extends our election or the time when absentee ballots can be counted until November 10th. So we will literally not know uh, answers for a good oh, darn near a week and, uh, after, the, after the election, which uh, makes me think, I mean, the satirical question is, hey, what could go wrong? But and really, it's not such hey, a literally what, what could, could go wrong. Go wrong? <laughs> well, yeah, in fact, that's... I'm I mean, laughing. I'm laughing, you know, but my, my box of Kleenex is standing by. Yeah, um, it, it, you know this is this is very dangerous. Those of us who are um, cynics, this is, this is a, yeah. Oh, those of us who are cynics are looking at this and say that gives them ten ten days to figure out how many ballots they need to find in in car trunks. I mean, this is not new behavior for right. DFL, especially right. here in the metro, where they have an overwhelming among the three most important constituencies in DFL politics: deceased Americans, fictional Americans, and duplicate Americans. I mean, this is this is basically <laughs> time to figure out how far from behind they have to come uh, by any means necessary. Kim Crocker, that's that's the conspiracy minded approach. That's the cynical approach. Well, is it the realistic approach? Let's run with that. So my buddies at Minnesota Voters Alliance, Andy Schillick and the gang, have been doing God's work for years. And I'm pretty sure that in Minnesota they did a really good job forcing the cleanup of the dead people off the rolls. And Andy and I actually checked uh, a few folks, including both his sweet parents who who passed away, and he checked and they're not on there. So we may not have a whole lot of dead people problems the way that California does. Right. Um, but we have other problems with challenge voters, um, you know, non-citizens, felons. Uh, and, and, but that's actually, even though a significant number, 
the po- not the population of votes that I'm most concerned about. So, so the Minnesota Voters Alliance um, joined with the uh, MNGOP, the Republican Party, and have, they've sued two counties in the city of Minneapolis and Duluth to enforce a law um, going back to your conspiracy theory. You and I are old enough to remember the Franken-Coleman recount of Ye- 2008. You want to tell your listeners about it? Uh, well, yes. Go right ahead. <laughs> well, all right. All right. I don't know if you want to do it. You want me. So, so like the night of, of Election Day, uh, Norm Coleman was our U.S. senator and went to bed thinking he still would be. But um, the recount began. I was awake that night, all night, with getting getting phone calls from people. Um, there were there were Democrat lawyers all over this state, swarming the precincts and so on and so forth. And what happened is, for the next eight and a half months, we were in this chaotic recount of that U.S. Senate race. And Al Franken ultimately was crowned U.S. Senator from Minnesota by 312 votes. Yep. So, so when you refer to finding ballots, the, you know, the vote count kept changing. Yep. Um, and, we, and it was a complicated, long thing. But, folks, it took eight and a half months to sort out one U.S. Senate race here in Minnesota. And this is at a time when we were partisan, but we weren't quite as divided as we are now. And what we discovered is that in places like Carver County, they had strict rules for accepting and rejecting ballots. But in Hamilton and Ramsey and Olmstead and other places, not so strict. Yeah. Um, and there were different standards going on. And, you know, to this day, Norm Coleman says, you know, I won that race. Uh, but it doesn't matter because he lost the count. Yep. And so, so Minnesota Voters Alliance is joined with the Republican Party in suing these places because we get to the punchline. In after 2008, our state legislature looked looked around and said, "We can't go through that again." And they passed laws that reformed how we count absentee ballots. Unfortunately, they never anticipated 2020, you know, COVID and, and all of that. And they still thought absentee ballots would be a trickle rather than a flood. Yeah. But what it, what it requires, Mitch, and what I want your listeners to hear, is that citizen election judges, the legislature said, are the ones we want counting those ballots. And there has to be somebody from the, you know, a, a balance from a member of each of the major parties. Which is the challenge and the... Yeah, which is the challenge and opportunity we have you here to talk about today. We have to take a break. We're up against a break right now. Kim Cry, we'll come back to that and some phone calls when we return on the Northern Alliance Radio Network with Kim Crockett. 651-289-4488 if you have a question of your own. If the line's busy, just keep on trying. We'll get you through. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature. 
but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. When does a person get rights? When a person is a person. All across our nation, our nation is divided. In our homes, in social media, everywhere you turn. But what is at the heart of this division? In the new movie, Divided Hearts of America, Super Bowl champion and executive producer Benjamin Watson searches for the truth. This is one of the worst possible choices that any woman and her family has to make. You'll discover why the most polarizing debate of this century boils down to the sacred dignity of human life. There is no personhood under law. We don't have that in this country. With Divided Hearts of America, you'll learn what you need to be armed to fight what divides us and come to a place of real unity with empathy, healing, and real hope. Be part of the change and watch Divided Hearts of America. Go to SalemNow.com to purchase. Use promo code Minneapolis to save 20%. That's promo code Minneapolis to save 20% off. This is a national health care alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket cost. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. Toll free at this number. But wait, there's more. If If you call right now, you could get a meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pair of diabetic socks as our special gift to you. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and have insurance, you may qualify to get free delivery of your supplies. 800-439-7409. 800-439-7409. 800-439-7409. That's 800-439-7409. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. If you have questions or comments for Kim Crockett and, uh, by extension, the Minnesota Voters Alliance, on the subject of maintaining the integrity of our elections in a time and with an administration that seems to regard integrity as uh, as an impediment. We'll be going to the phones in just a moment here, so stay tuned and give us a call. But, uh, Kim, there is a both a, a challenge and an opportunity and a bit of a call to action here. Basically, the lawsuit is uh, that you mentioned before the break uh, re- regards the requirements that there be even numbers of election observers, judges, and the like, other staffers to ensure the integrity of the election. Uh, bad news is not nearly enough Republicans are involved. Good news is the law is they have to be, and we need people to turn out. Kim, uh, let's, let's run down that issue for the audience here. If we have... Uh, Sorry, there, go, go right ahead. Um, yeah, the law requires what's called uh, party balance on regular ballot boards. Uh, and so... Um, City and county clerks all over the state are going to be looking for 
people from, uh, there's actually four major parties, Mitch, uh, but there's the Republicans, the DSL, and then there's two marijuana parties. Did you know that? I did. They had a very good year in 2018. I guess so. They have major party status now, but apparently they haven't sent in any names to the Secretary of State uh, to sit on these regular ballot boards. Uh, We don't have to worry about them smoking dope and going in and accepting and rejecting ballots. Time relieved. Well, for that matter, the Uh, congressional candidate in District 2 is Chester (laughs) Cheetah, uh, Cheeto, which should tell you something. Anyway, carry on. Sorry, go right ahead. Okay. So, so... Uh, one of the other changes that's happened is a lot of absentee ballots are being counted at the county level, but some cities like Duluth and Minneapolis and, and, and others in the metro area are still hanging on to their own. And I think that's a good thing because it kind of spreads out the work. But it also means that we need more people to help. So, so here's the opportunity. Being a, a member of the ballot board pays good money. But Minneapolis is paying $18.50 an hour, but they really need people to, because they're going to train you, to come in and work for two, three, you know, four weeks. Um, and I'll explain my strategic thinking on when, you know, when the best time is to be there. But it's a paid job. Just like on Election Day, all those wonderful people, you know, that sit there for 12 hours or whatever, they're getting paid. They're right. getting paid a lot of money. But this is a, you know, for those of you who might be furloughed from your jobs um, or unemployed for whatever reason, or you're retired or semi-retired, this is a huge opportunity for you to do some real good. Because here's the deal. We got about 3 million people expected to vote in Minnesota. The Trump campaign is expecting as many as 1.5 million Minnesotans to vote by absentee ballot, up from, you know, hundreds of thousands in the past, uh, a million to a million and a half absentee ballots have to be counted. And um, <clears throat> they can start opening uh, the envelopes and prepping them to put in the machines, you know, on election night, uh, two weeks out, uh, which is like October 20th. So that's when you want to make sure you're on a ballot board if you can do this. Uh, and we'll have more up on the website at Minnesota Voters Alliance soon for you to take a look at. Um, but then think about that seven-day period after November 3rd where absentee ballots, if they're postmarked by November 3rd, can be counted until November 10th, Mitch. Yep. That's a whole seven days. Yep. And we're going to need yep. good people to be trained and on those ballot boards. We haven't won a decision yet in Ramsey County. We're waiting for it. We thought we were going to have it last week. But here's my thinking on it. Win or lose, it is the law that ballot boards have a party balance. Yep. You know, you're a Democrat. I'm a Republican. We sit down with a box of ballots after we've been trained, and we look at each other. We keep each other honest. And that's why the legislature did this. They're like, nobody believed that Al Franken won in 2008. Al Franken didn't believe yeah. that he won. He, he had a hired gun by the name of Mark Elias that it specializes in close elections yep. and recounts. And they just outlawed the Republicans, frankly. 
uh, outmaneuvered them. And that's why the law changed. But we had Mark Ritchie as the Secretary of State, followed by Steve Simon, and they have never enforced this rule. They have never retrained city and county officials to say, I need to hire not just Republicans on Election Day, but for the regular ballot boards. And what they've been doing all these years, Mitch, is just hiring insiders. Yep. These are public sector union employees. Um, maybe maybe they're not in a union, but who are they loyal to? They're the swamp and dwellers. Do they, and do they care? That's right. Kim, well, how can I people... think a lot of them are honest brokers, Mitch. Yeah. But, you know, they, you know, they don't care the way you and I would if we sat down at a ballot board to carefully work through which ballots get counted and which ones don't. That so is... you can look, call your city clerk and find out where the absentee ballots are going, where you can help. Call your county clerk and get yourself, you can fill out an election judge form and say, I want to be on a regular ballot board. And what are you guys paying and, and how soon can you hire me? Uh, be insistent. Yep, absolutely. We'll, we'll come back to that about more that we have a couple calls on the line have been waiting patiently. Let's uh, start oh, out sure. in Bloomington with Rod. You are on the air with Kim Crockett. Go right ahead. You have about a minute. All right. Sounds great, Mitch. Thank you. Hi, Kim. All right. In the mail, a lot of us most likely have been getting these forms about mail and ballots and all this crazy crap from the <laughs> Center for Voter Information. Yeah, yep. they called me. They called me up yesterday. Yeah, they called me up yesterday. I was asking them all kinds of questions, and I got to them so much that they hung up. What is going on with that? People need to be aware of this, right? They absolutely do. Thanks yes. for your call, Rod. Kim, we got about 30 seconds before we get to another caller. Go right ahead. Really quickly, Rod, that is a Democrat partisan organization that's trying to flood Minnesota into doing absentee ballots so they can count them. Yep. So don't fall for it. And if you want to vote absentee, you can do so in person. Call your city clerk or go on the Secretary of State's website, figure out, take charge of it. Or if you can do it, folks, if you've been going to the grocery store or eating in restaurants or whatever, Go vote in person on November 3rd. Go get your sticker. I will be it's going in in person. Make sure your vote counts. I will be going in in person, and thanks to Andy Selick, I will be wearing a Second Amendment T-shirt. Robert in St. Michael, uh, go right ahead. You are on the air with Kim Crockett. you got about 30 seconds. Hit it. Good afternoon, folks. I just wanted to confirm that uh, Norm Coleman did win that election. Uh, the, uh, the the Franken team hired the same crew that pulled that same stunt in Washington State. Yep. Uh, yeah. Not that many or, uh, years earlier, and the magical mystery ballots appeared out of nowhere. And I can tell you for an absolute certainty that the same crew that pulled that stunt uh, pulled it off for Franken as well. It, this is awful. Right. And, and I agree with you. And they Kim. are here. Need, they are here in Minnesota. It's the Perkins Coy firm head, headed by a guy named Mark Elias. Yep. And they're, they're here already. They're, they're poised to do the same thing. So let's not help them. Let's make it. Let's make it really hard for them to uh, to uh, you know steal cheat. the count. That's right. Let's make it harder as possible cheat. for them to cheat. Let's let's call a call let's it what it is, Kim Crockett. Is. Kim Crockett. The the thing that I am most uh, most interested in getting out to people today, other than the background, which you've you've done as as always, is how where do people go to get involved? What do they need to tell the which official are they looking for? What do they have to tell them? What is the the line to get in there and get in that seat and start getting onto those boards? 
Well, as I said, we're waiting for a ruling to confirm uh, the law versus what we've actually been doing. But, but win or lose, what I want people to do is, you know, call your city clerk or your county clerk um, and find out where um, absentee ballots are being counted for where you live and fill out what's called an election judge form. Tell them you want to get hired to be on the absentee ballot board and do not take no for an answer. Um, and, and stay tuned for more information. Uh, Minnesota Voters Alliance, you can sign up for email. We'll be letting you know what happens with the case. There'll be more information on the website soon. Uh, but take this, take this bull by the horns. Yep. yourself. And in the meantime, do not vote absentee. Don't add to the flood uh, of absentee ballots, um, and not just because of the potential uh, for, the, for the fraud, uh, but to make sure your vote counts. Oh, you yeah. want to see that thing fed into the tabulation machine yourself. So, uh, you know, uh, don't wait for the Voters Alliance to win this case. Just insist with your city and county clerks that they hire you if you can do it, uh, but you got to plan on a couple of weeks. Yep. Uh, the people that we that, that we uh, have talked to um, are working for you know, like three weeks, yep. um, and there's that key period starting October 20th. We got plenty of time to get people in place, and I'll come back again to remind people and to report on where we are on the law. Please, please do. We've got about 10 seconds. Kim Crockett, where can people go to find more about uh, this whole issue and, and, and where to go and what to do and what's happening? Uh, Minnesota Voters Alliance, and actually, Mitch, I'm starting a radio show, uh, to, uh, uh, not, not next Saturday, but the Saturday after, October 3rd, from uh, 3 to 4. We will. I'll be the Ames of Patriot, and I will, be, I will be filling people in every Saturday afternoon so they can tune in for that. Outstanding. We will be there for, we'll be there for the kickoff post-wrap party. Thank you very much, Kim Crockett. Uh, we'll look forward to Thank listening you, to that. Thank you, Kim Crockett, ladies and gentlemen. When we come back, oh, what's going on in Minneapolis? Go nowhere. I'll be right back. Now there ain't no Fifth Season Financial is a licensed lender, not available in all states. Visit fifthseasonfinancial.com for details. Are you or a loved one suffering financial hardship as a result of an advanced stage illness like cancer, Alzheimer's, or ALS? Are the financial side effects of your medical fight reducing your quality of life and causing stress and worry? Did you know that you could be eligible for a special loan to access funds locked up in your life insurance policy? Text the word LIVE to 411411 now. Fifth Season may be able to help you address your financial needs through our Funds for Living program. This simple-to-use program helps you access value that is locked up in your life insurance policy by lending you money against the face amount of your policy. This loan is not like other loans where you need to make monthly payments, and it only gets repaid out of the proceeds of the life insurance policy. Visit FifthSeasonFinancial.com radio and get approved quickly. Fifth Season Financial wants to help you live your best life. Text LIVE to 411411. Text the word LIVE to 411411. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit MakeTheConnection.net to find out more. Does your office need a little TLC? 
Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join me. Also, while uh, watching Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, that's N-A-R-N Show, short for Northern Alliance Radio Network Show. My name is Mitch Berg, my blog, Shot in the Dark, info, my band, Elephant in the Room. What? You're saying, why are you talking about the band? Well, we're going to be back out on the road next week, only... Unlike the last, I don't know, two years worth of gigs we've had on the road, means right on my home turf, we're going to be at uh, the St. Rose of Lima Summer Party next Saturday night from, I believe, 5, 5.30 till 9-ish outdoors, outdoors at the, uh, outdoors at St. Rose of Lima, uh, Lima. I'm told it's actually Lima because they named St. Rose after the city in Peru, not the city in Ohio. Lima, Peru, Lima, Ohio. I don't know which seems more plausible to me. Not being Catholic, I I don't have any way of finding out. But perhaps St. Rose, oh, what the heck, of Lima, next Saturday uh, evening at uh, 5-ish, right? Basically, yeah, playing through the evening at their uh, basically summer get-together, fall get-together. Anyway, we'll be there. Hope you can be there as well if you can uh, make your way through uh, the middle of Roseville, that's where we will be, along with the rest of the uh, Elephant in the Room crowd. Anyway, so I mentioned this earlier in the show. Say, uh, Minneapolis Downtown Council has uh, noted that their building occupancy currently is at 12%. Now, that doesn't mean that 88% of the buildings are vacant permanently. It means that uh, most everyone's... Uh, some businesses have gone home. Some uh, businesses have moved to the burbs. Some uh, businesses have uh, ceased operations completely. Others are just kind of in mothballs until uh, people come back due to COVID. Others, of course, are empty because they've been burned out by looters. Uh, Brit's Pub, which made some brave promises of reopening after it was burned out after the mini riot on Nicollet Mall a few weeks ago, yeah, apparently Stay watching their website, but apparently, yeah, one of my favorite downtown watering holes is uh, still uh, recovering. 
Ah, and compared to this time last year, it's a disaster. Currently, building occupancy 12.2%, hotel occupancy 18%, pedestrian traffic on Nicollet Mall less than a quarter of what it was uh, this time uh, in 2018. Light rail ridership is 25% of what it was this time last year. 43% of the restaurants that were opening last year are still open. Downtown Council says, by the way, according to Channel 4, they will uh, continue to update the dashboard to track how the area adapts as business returns. I bring this up partly to show the disastrous results, partly of COVID, but mostly of the government's response to COVID. I will point this out because uh, South Dakota currently has a 4% unemployment rate and roughly half the death toll per capita of Minnesota, having opted, like North Dakota, to rely on personal responsibility and unbiased information getting to the people to save the day, which at this point in the pandemic seems to be the case. What do they know that Governor Klink doesn't? Darn near everything. Uh, By the way, exactly six months ago, the, this past week, the restrictions in in-person dining went into effect. This past Thursday, uh, one group of restaurateurs said nearly half the restaurants in the state may close this year if the state doesn't ease restrictions. Restaurants have been changing since the uh, start of the pandemic, but it could be the change of season that forces many of them out of business for good. This is something to watch out here, folks. This is, well, some would call it an unintended consequence uh, for the administration I'm somehow not so sure. I mean, not to get too cynical, folks, but then if you're not cynical, you're not paying attention, and you could make a pretty solid case that unemployed people are worth more to the DFL than people who are hardworking, happy, and making something of their lives. Uh, By the way, among the restaurants closing, I don't know if uh, Hell's Kitchen, uh, a restaurant that has been one of my favorites in downtown Minneapolis for quite some time, but was making a lot of noise uh, and virtue signaling over the past couple, two, three years, about uh, how it's paying its staff 15 bucks an hour and uh, championing the cause of giving them mandated sick leave mandated by the city and other benefits mandated by the city, and then went on to lay off a good chunk of their part-time staff. I don't know how they're faring, but I do plan on finding out. 651-289-4488. Let's go to the phones. We have a House candidate. Uh, Joe joins us. Joe, uh, introduce yourself to the audience, uh, and, and let's hear more about your ca- your campaign. Mitch, thanks for the opportunity to join your show. Yeah, my name is Joe Thalman. I'm a candidate for the House District 49B, which represents West Bloomington and Southern Edina and a little bit of Eden Prairie and Minnetonka. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, so you're you're running for House District 49B in a district that's been going blue for quite some time. Uh, tell us yes. a little bit about yourself, and then talk briefly about your race. Yeah, uh, it's uh, let me tell you, my wife and I uh, relocated here five years ago for fam to be with family. Her daughter was expecting twins, and here we are with you know twins in the Twin City. How, how ironic! So we came out here from we moved relocated from California, and uh, I, I I need to caution the greater Minnesota populace of not going the way California did. They held the fact in the 90s that California had gone completely to the blue. They controlled every apparatus in state government. They had all of the legislatures at the federal level, the Senate, an overwhelming number of of, uh, legislators uh, in the House uh, were completely 
under Democrat control. That city, that state has now taxed people into oblivion, into submission. Yep. People are leaving in droves. Um, even some celebrity relocations, uh, notably uh, recently, and uh, it, it's a it's a state that is dysfunctional. It they, it is one of the wealthiest places on the planet, and they are outstripping the people's ability to pay for government. They're charging double digit state taxes. They're they're threatening to push it to eighteen percent, and it's not enough. So and this has been a, a problem with uh, with the Southwest Burbs for quite some time. Formerly fairly solidly moderate red, but red, uh, mm-hmm. they have been overrun with refugees from Minneapolis and and some of the other first tier suburbs, who have unfortunately brought the politics that made Minneapolis what it is today with them. And I'm sure that's what you're running into. Let's talk briefly about the district here, uh, Joe, because sure. we, we we definitely want to get you on the air for a regular segment here. We need to have your people call our people. But uh, tell us yeah, what. What are the issues you're hearing about from the people as you door knock uh, around and about District 49B? Well, I will tell you the the late decision by the Bloomington Board of Education to not go with some live learning this year and to go all uh, uh, distant learning was not well received. That's what I'm hearing from uh, parents with school aged children. Good. That was a big, big, big issue. I've spoken with. Um, People who are in the hospitality industry, they are appalled to see that properties over on the east end of town are occupied with the homeless. They're paying 150 a night, three meals a day. They're treating the homeless better than our veterans and the homeless folks over there. They're, they, a lot of them really have mental health issues and need an intervention in a lot of cases. Yeah. One hotel that was brought to my attention since March has had eight overdoses a suicide, and the properties adjacent are overrun with vandalism, petty crimes, um, you know, defacing property and, you know, going around snooping in cars. It's just not a good situation. Those people need serious help. You know, they, they have their addictions and got, you know, some of them, who knows how many of them may have gotten into their addictions quite unwittingly with uh, pain medications following surgery one thing or another, it happens, and it's it's heartbreaking. Yep, Joe. I tell you what. Let's. Uh, we need to get yeah. you on the air and talk for a couple segments okay. here one of these days before the election. So, have your people Love call to. my people, and we'll uh, right. we'll we'll get you on it for a couple honest to God segments like uh, like honest politicians. Here, Joe, uh, give us a quick link oh, to your okay. website so people can find out more. Until then, yeah, it is very simple. Joe for mn dot com. Joe for mn.com. Uh, Joe, Joe, what's your last name again? It kind of garbled up the first time. Yes, it's Thalman, T-H-A-L-M-A-N. Joe Thalman running for the uh, GOP-endorsed yes. candidate for District 49B in the Minnesota House. Yes. Joe, Solidly my, behind law enforcement. Absolutely. Solidly. Those guys have to get our unyielding support. And they shall. Joe Thalman, we will yes. get you on the air here shortly. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Let's take one more break, one more segment to go. And the fun, ergo, is just beginning. Go nowhere. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Before my grandfather's time, my story they wrote with their eyes on their shoes and their names on their coat. AM 1280, The Patriot. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Uh, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free radio.com app. 
At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we recognize that this school year was a little different for you, with families learning how to work and learn from home together. We also recognize that this won't last forever. As you look ahead to the fall and a new chapter in your child's education, TwinCitiesTuitions.com will proudly be here to help with 50% off your students' first year at a brand new school. To see a full list of our partnering schools or for more information, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is? Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning's Fall Triple Savings Sale is back by popular demand. Offering savings of up to $2,420 on the purchase of a new furnace and air conditioner during September. You won't want to miss out on this fall deal. Start preparing for furnace season now and take advantage of some of the biggest savings of the year. That's savings in manufacturer rebates, utility rebates, and September promotions. Plus, a new high-efficiency furnace and air conditioner can save you even more on utility bills all year long. As a fourth-generation family-owned and operated business, Standard Heating wants you to know they are continuing to operate with safety as their first priority with no-contact protocols, plus offering free shipping direct to your Minnesota home for all air filters. You can find updates and more about getting your $2,400 in savings on a new furnace and A.C. at standardheating.com patriot. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, the comfort you deserve since 1930. AM 1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like the U.S. and Liberty. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Don't forget, go to am1280thepatriot.com for the first word on everything that matters in the world of Salem Twin Cities, the fish. Freedom 1570, AM 1280, AM 980, The Believer, AM 1440, The Businessman, FM 107.5, Mini Patriot. All of us, all of our stations here, all of our online properties, everything we do, it's all there. Your gateway to all that is wonderful at Salem Twin Cities is at AM 1280thepatriot.com. Don't forget my band Elephant in the Room a week from tonight uh, from 5-ish till 9-ish at the St. Rose of... Yeah, let's say Lima, uh, church uh, summer party, uh, late summer, early fall party. Anyway, September 26th, the week from tonight. It's in Roseville. So that's right. To come out and see Elephant in the Room, you do not have to drive all the way out to Albertville or Mankato or Stillwater or stay tuned. We may be going some other places in the metro here soon, so go nowhere. 
All sorts of news to get to yet here today. This past week, Thursday, Governor Waltz, uh, for one of the first times, according to the Star Tribune this past Thursday, suggested benchmarks for ending Minnesota's peacetime emergency and the business and social restrictions to slow the COVID-19 pandemic. What does this mean? Does this mean the governor is is seeing that that perhaps uh, the emergency is coming to an end? No. He is seeing that the polling is starting to turn against him. Uh, going back to the Star Tribune article by Jeremy Olson, quote, six months after issuing the emergency order, Clink says he is looking, I'm sorry, Waltz, says he's looking for declines in both the positivity rate of COVID diagnostic testing and the rate of infections that can't be traced to community sources. <laughs> quote, if we could get community spread under 20%, uh, we could get test positivity rate under four. You've got a really good chance of doing most things, Walt said in an interview at the half-year milepost of his dictatorial power. That wasn't Olson's line. That was mine. As of Thursday, by the way, the rate of cases from unknown community transmission was 35% and indicated the virus is spreading beyond the state's ability to track it. There's a shock. The positivity rate was 4.8%, down from 6% last month. Of course, unmentioned, the, the, the rate of testing is going up. The number of testing is, uh, tests is going up. And, and to which my response is, Governor Bobblehead... Who do you think you're talking to? Tests are not given out systematically across the entire state. If we were to if we were to test every person in the state, if all 5.6 million Minnesotans were to go through a drive up or go through the go through the, their clinics and get tested in one day, then positivity rates would be a useful feature. Cuz then you'd know statistically what percentage of all people are testing positive, as opposed to what percentage of tests given. See, the thing is, people get tested voluntarily as, 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 unless they work for a, a, as a first responder or in a, in a health facility. They get tested voluntarily when they have symptoms, as I did this past week. As I mentioned on this broadcast before, I had COVID. Oh, excuse me. I'm a COVID survivor from last March, April, early April, anyway. If you remember when I was hacking my brains out on the air last April, that's uh, when I had COVID. <laughs> anyway, and I had a head cold a week or so ago that migrated down to my chest. I thought, should I, should I? And I, and I went in. I figured I'm coughing my brains out here briefly. No fever, no rash, none of the other symptoms, just coughing. Went through the drive-up uh, test facility. Took me about five minutes to get through the line and uh, got tested. Came back negative. It's just a head cold and allergies, which, by the way, are kicking me hard this year. So I got tested because I had symptoms. We don't know how many people have no symptoms but are infected. We do know a fair number of people, as in like 95 plus percent of those tested, have symptoms but no infection according to the tests. But it's a self-selected sample. People who report symptoms are more likely to test positive than those who don't, who have no reason to go get tested. So using test positivity as a dispositive reason to keep or end dictatorial power is like chasing your tail as a cat, dog, as an animal with a tail. Work with me here, folks. It's a complete mirage, a chimera. It's, It's a fraudulent effort to end the governor's dictatorial power. By the way, 
when you watch the, the governor's proclamations, it seems we're always two weeks away from a disaster. Speaking of actual disasters and actual emergencies, it seems that when you work for a boss that actively disparages or even defames the work you do loudly and long enough, constantly and in public, employees are going to react. Anybody out there had a boss like that? Shout out. hey yo. Back in the radio industry back in the day. Nothing like Salem Twin Cities, by the way. Some of the finest people I've worked for in any industry. But radio hasn't always been like that. Uh, my producer across the glass was probably not born when I was working in that part of the industry. But that's fine. Let's, let's, let's keep it that way. Uh, speaking of dysfunctional bosses, the numbers for the Minneapolis Police Department are pretty much catastrophic. Eric Shalou from Channel 5 reported, Minneapolis Police will uh, share new force totals with the city council. This past week, on August 18th, the department said the sworn force was 856 officers, officers plus commanders. Now, after Labor Day, they're at 535, of which 438 are on patrol. Now, Shalou withdrew that tweet later on in the day, but the numbers are pretty much catastrophic. Nearly 40% attrition in four months. Uh, by the way, I suspect the recruit stream is probably just as catastrophic because not only does nobody with a half a mind and, and any sense of self-respect want to work for people who abuse them, but it, the recruit stream has got to be heavily made up of the kind of people you don't really want wearing badges and carrying guns in the first place. By the way, historically, Minneapolis went through a similar but not quite as drastic problem in the 90s and before that in the 70s. And by the way, they paid the price in terms of officer quality both times. Again, I know I have listeners on the Minneapolis Police Department. Policemen like teachers, policemen and women, cops like teachers, mostly do their level best to do a good job. There have been some bad apples in the Minneapolis Police Department, like any police department. And police culture is such that people don't rat out the bad apples in their midst, which is a problem. But that's what we deal with. <sighs> this current crisis could make both of those troughs look like uh, like the good times. Anyway, all for those of you who are on the MPD and listen regularly, appreciate, thank you, keep up the good work you do, and good luck out there because we all may need it. When people can't trust the system to keep them safe, they're going to take matters into their own hands. Given a choice between being a willing victim and imposing some sort of order for themselves that isn't being imposed by someone else for whom they are paying, they're going to do it for themselves. Stories came out this past week of groups of ruffians in South Minneapolis charging people extortion, charging tolls for people to get out of their own alleys. Basically running toll booths on both ends of blocks where people had money to pay with an implicit threat. This is sort of like mafia protection money, only perhaps more bald-faced. And when people see this, when order... By the way, the police can't do much about it or aren't doing much about it because the toll keepers run away if the police show up, which, to a great extent, they're just not these days. Which is a sign of what happens when people can't trust the system to keep them safe. They create their own... Order, Maybe not safety, but order. For example, Italian immigrants with social, religious, linguistic, and other cultural impediment, impediments to assimilating, uh, cutting both ways, brought their underworld organizations from Sicily, uh, from, from, uh, from, from southern Italy, to get some order of their own. 
get some justice, to get some social order. They paid a price for it, by the way. (laughs) Organized crime uh, tends to have a short shelf life. By the way, that was the same for the Irish in New York and Chicago. And by the way, for Jews all over the place, including North Minneapolis, where they had a pretty uh, pretty hefty racket going of their own at one point. Blacks? Well, them too. I mean, remember Malcolm X? Remember the Black Panthers? That was, to a great extent, blacks who did not believe that they could get justice creating their own. And now middle-class Minnesotans of all races and creeds and backgrounds are are strapping up gun purchase background checks, uh, which only apply to handguns and assault weapons, by the way, shotguns and varmint rifles and the like. Um, they, they don't get background checks, but they're up over 15, 50%, five zero in the last year, uh, 13 months, actually. As we've observed elsewhere, the new buyer is a lot less likely to fit the stereotype that Big Left puts out. Uh, Dave Amon from Gunstop in Minnetonka said the demand shows no signs of slowing. Seen a lot more single moms that are scared and and need something to protect them, he said. They're scared when people talk about defunding the police. Now, given how long the DFL has been set on gun confiscation in the past year, clearly drooling over taking control of the Senate, I have to wonder how this is going to slow down the rush to grab or accelerate it to try and get ahead of broad social acceptance. Being kind of a pessimist, I choose B. Stay tuned for much more on South Minneapolis and the rest of the Twin Cities. Get out there. Participate. Convince those neighbors. Do it. God bless you all. God bless America. Are the golden years still golden? Or have they become another pleasant memory of times past? Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing why it's so much more difficult to achieve the retirements of our parents and grandparents. Knowing the key differences will help you overcome today's retirement challenges and hopefully put a little more luster on your golden years. Make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or call them now at 855-231-6010. It's rare that a family can find an inspiring film that reinforces their biblical values. One Nation Under God is that film, and it's available right now at SalemNow.com. Hi, this is Lee Michaels to tell you about One Nation Under God. It's a story of David Gutierrez. David comes from a single mother home and obtains a scholarship to the prestigious Lehigh Magnet School. Soon he learns that the principal has prohibited any mention of God in the school. Weeks later, Senator and presidential candidate Weston Vieira comes to speak to the school. David has the chance to ask the senator a question. His question... If our founding fathers place God at the center of our nation, shouldn't God be part of our schools and government today? Well, the senator is caught off guard, and his answer sets off a frenzy of national press coverage. See how the courage of one student standing for his conviction can inspire others. Watch One Nation Under God at SalemNow.com and use the promo code Minneapolis for a 20% discount. One Nation Under God at SalemNow.com, promo code Minneapolis. I'm United States Surgeon General Jerome Adams, America's doctor. And all across our nation, we've taken steps together to slow the spread of coronavirus. Now we must continue to take personal responsibility to protect ourselves and our loved ones. Because even though not all of us risk a severe case of coronavirus, we all risk getting it and spreading it to others, maybe without even realizing that we're sick. So if we want to get back to school, back to work, back to worship, and back to overall health, there are things our country needs to do. We need to follow state and local guidelines, take extra precautions if at higher risk, wash our hands frequently, stay six feet from others when we can, 
And when we can't stay six feet from others, please, I'm begging you, wear a face covering. These small actions will make a big difference. So I'm asking you to say it with me, America. Coronavirus stops with me. You can learn more at coronavirus.gov. Produced by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services at taxpayer expense. Land of 10,000 lakes has an ice ring to it, but actually Minnesota has more than 11,800 lakes. But who's counting? Well, there's Ann Lake, Balsam Lake, Cass Lake, Detroit Lake, Eagle Lake, Fox Lake, Gull Lake, Hidden Lake, Adam Lake, John Lake, Craze Lake, Lean Lake. But if water isn't your thing, Minnesota is also home to amazing hiking, biking, and more. Find your true north. Visit exploreminnesota.com. Lake, Rainy Lake, Silver Lake, Toad Lake, U.S. Lock and Dam Pool 5A, Boss Lake.